0: You're listening to the Modeling Confidence Podcast. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, welcome. I'm sending you a big virtual hug. My name is Brooke and I am a confidence coach. And my goal is to inspire women to feel beautiful empowered and confident and i'm so excited to introduce you to today's podcast guest because she is going to help you do all of those things she is absolutely amazing so today's podcast guest is super passionate about helping women learn to practice self-love and become empowered she has a large community on Instagram and I would love to welcome you to Jessie. Jesse Abbas says, it's all about bringing women together as a community instead of comparing ourselves to each other. And Jesse and I, I'm so proud to have her on the podcast. She's such a beautiful human being and a good friend of mine. But today we're talking about relationships and Jessie is married. We talk about the fact that Relationships and connection, as I said, is so important, especially during this time and just in general, in everyday life, it's important to remember that the most important relationship that we're ever going to have will be with ourselves because love is not two halves of people coming together to make a whole. Love is completely about loving and accepting yourself first and being able to know who you are, know your needs, your goals, all these things before you can come together with someone else who's just going to enhance who you are, enhance your experiences in life and share your beautiful life with them. So it should be Two people who love and accept themselves coming together to experience this life and this world together. So, we talk all about that in this podcast episode. I'm going to stop harping on and just jump straight in because Jesse has so much value to give, and I can't wait for you guys to hear this. So, without further ado, let's jump into today's podcast episode. Thank you so much, Jesse, for coming on the podcast. <laughs> Girlfriend, thank you for having me. I'm so grateful to be here. It's a blessing to
1: see your face
0: today on this Friday. I know. So it's Good Friday today when we're recording and I feel like everyone's feeling it at the moment because as we were talking about before we started recording, usually Easter is getting together with family and Mm catch-ups and like you said, Jesse going away and it's just so different being isolated and having to be, you know, in the house 24-7. How are you coping with everything? It's such a weird time, isn't it? Like mm. I find it
1: really, really weird and I mostly just <laughs> I miss human connection and I, mm. I really love people. So not that Danny is not great. He's great. <laughs> we love Danny. <laughs> <laughs> we love Danny. But like I love doing things. I'm very independent and I love seeing a lot of people and catching up with people. And yeah, Easter is a really important time for me and my family and we usually go to like three church services and they like fill my soul so I genuinely feel like things are missing in this time for me but I don't know I'm feeling it
0: heavily today but what about you how are you going? Yeah no I'm doing okay I think I've been lucky to have things keeping me busy so I'm lucky enough to still be working our hours have been reduced but I'm still working our hours have been reduced but we're actually doing more work (laughs) (laughs) yeah the funny thing um but I don't yeah just because things are so hectic and so many people have been stood down and lost their jobs so we're you know the people that are still going we're feeling like we need to pick up the slack for everyone and um I just feel lucky to still have my job to be honest and so that's been keeping me busy and we're moving uh next weekend into our house so just trying to look at the positives yeah get excited for that and that's so exciting Yeah so exciting and just find ways to stay connected like I was so excited to chat to you and even though we're chatting virtually I'm just like I'm gonna you know I'll do my hair a little bit of makeup and just excited (laughs) and connecting with like sisters is just such an important thing I think that we can be doing for ourselves right now is finding ways to connect still and yeah so I've been I've been doing really good all things being considered but I know you've been struggling a little bit, so I'm glad that we could do this chat. And I think so many oh, so many people are struggling at the moment and going through it. Oh. And I think however you choose to sort of react to this situation, whether it's keeping busy and doing lots of things, or maybe you just want to use this time to just chill out and focus on yourself and go inward. Like, I feel like either way, like, just be gentle with yourself and find things that make you feel good. Yeah. Well, we have
1: like a huge change in our life coming up and I'm happy to um, tell you because I think this will be a while away. um, This will come out. But yeah, we're actually moving. So we were meant to be moving to just another apartment, one that has like good amenities and like a pool and all this stuff. But considering Corona, everything's shut. Like we can't, if we were to go to a better apartment that has all these amenities, we can't even use them. So mm-hmm. it's basically the same as being here, being still in an apartment with just a balcony. But uh, So what we've doing is I'm moving to my parents' backyard and we're going to live in a caravan for six months. Oh my
0: god,
1: that's so because, fun. <laughs> I know, it's actually really but I haven't told anyone really yet at all because it's just like, it's such a big transition. It's something we did not see coming. We wouldn't be doing if it wasn't for corona, but mum and dad are so awesome and I can't wait to be with more people that are like considered my household, if that makes sense, because yeah. You know, I can't see them and I love people, like, so much. So being able to do with mum and dad all the way till Christmas, which is what we're going to do, is awesome. Like, we're so excited. and So, yeah, six months and then obviously Danny is still able to work from home, so we're just going to build an office little room outside of the Caribbean and um, that'll be, like, our office space. So, yeah, that's what our big change of getting ready is in our yeah. minds and that's happening in end of May. So it's still a little bit far away, but also it's going to creep up quickly, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. it will. Corona. F- oh, Corona. I know. And I feel like,
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: bloody Corona. It's so annoying. that. crazy. We like- never
1: would have been doing
0: this. <laughs> How are you feeling about it <laughs> all? Like, I feel like it could be like sort of like different. You weren't expecting it. How are you feeling with like such a big change? I'm pumped. I, I'm pumped. That's so good. And I feel like this is going to be like such a massive part of your life and just a, a time in your <laughs> life that you, all of us, but you in particular, yeah. you won't forget this. And I feel like no. I, I'm i kind of in this situation now, like we're in a townhouse as well, which it's, it's pretty uh, yeah. big, but it's not massive. Yeah. And we're yeah. the same now. We feel like we're going to be moving into this house, which is big for us. And I've yeah. never, ever lived in such a beautiful home like it makes it brings me to tears like every single stage of of this process like I remember when we just bought the land and I cried and then they put the concrete down and I cried and then the frame went up and it just becomes more and more real and I lived in you know a very small house growing up with my big family or big family of five and we were just on top of each other and I feel like my whole life even Taryn and I like we've lived with housemates at one point I think there was eight of us in like this tiny little yeah. townhouse. And like I feel like going to this house we won't know ourselves because we yeah. won't be able to fill it up straight away and it would be just us. And we're like, do we put intercoms in? Like it's not even that big, but like it feels big for us. So like, Can you just... lounge room. Um, um, ECA please, where are you? Do you have an intercom in your whole house? <laughs> we, don't, we don't have an intercom. I was <laughs> that's like that's so cool. I was like, should we get an intercom? <laughs>
1: I work in a big
0: house. I'm like, I'm not walking to the living room, please. If you can come, to the, come to the kitchen. I'm uh, I'm in the office. Can you bring the boomerang pillow and a sh- chardonnay to it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I want a chardonnay
0: too, sweet boy. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone who doesn't watch Kath and Kim, please go watch it, okay? We're uh, obsessed. We are huge I love yeah, it. Yeah, huge. <laughs> huge. All oh, right, Kim. Huge yeah. <laughs> I love you so much. You are such a beautiful girl. Um, But okay, I feel like that's such a good way to start the podcast. But for anyone who potentially doesn't know you or follow you on Instagram, which if they don't, they should, it's Jesse Abbas. And your feed and your posts and everything is just so beautiful, so uplifting, so colourful. And when I found you, I was instantly drawn to just your vibes and you're such a beautiful person. But for people who maybe don't follow you, can you tell us just a bit about yourself, your journey, how you got started on all of this? Uh, it's, that's such a big question to answer for me because I still am going through
1: the evolving process of really stepping into my purpose and mission. But mm. I guess you can't see your purpose and mission and be like, I'll just be that right now. like you are always evolving so I feel like speaking to you right now I'm still evolving on that platform as well as obviously my personal life, myself, my career. Um, so my career I guess has had a big impact on socials because I worked as a visual merchandiser all the way till um, two years ago and then I really didn't have time to do anything on socials I ever really wanted to. I've always had huge huge plans for it and wanted to make an impact on there and show up really for women. But I wasn't fully able to step in stand until, like, yeah. I would say a year year ago I started to take it very seriously because it takes a lot of courage, Mm -hmm. I would say, and anyone listening to this who's wanting to do something on that platform, like it really does take courage to say, no, it's okay, I can put what I feel like putting up there and I can just be a light. If I want to be a light, I can be a light. If other people see that light and come, awesome. If not, I should still show up and be my light, you know. And I I really got to, I think when I met a lot of women that I had put myself out there to me, I, they didn't just come into my life. I had to go to conferences and like workshops and net, networking events to meet these people. Like I met a found much Shine. no joke. Um, I feel like our world, as soon as we collided, We found this other huge community and then all of a sudden it was everyone was just saying, and I think if you were to scroll back on both of our Instagrams, you'd see when that happened because we all of a sudden were like, we're women and we have so much to say Mm -hmm. and we're so, like, we're holding ourselves back. We need to get out of our own way. And I think as soon as I did that, I really stepped into whatever is happening on my gram, which I'd say is still evolving, that is definitely a message for women to take up space, be yourself, really educate yourself on self-care, self-development and choose to choose yourself. Like we only have one life and I just want to make sure that everything I post on there makes people feel like that life's worth living and life is worth living really to the full of finding out who you are, what potential you could reach, what um you could learn more about yourself and dive deeper and know that you're so worthy of all of the things you ever wanted to do. And that's really my mission on there
0: <laughs> oh Such a beautiful message, honestly. And I feel like it is like a massive transition when you realize, Oh, holy shit, I can actually work on myself and put myself out there and challenge myself every day to better yourself yeah. and, and grow and and work on yourself and learn how to love your body, love your mind, love every single part of your life. And if you don't, like, you can work on it. You can make change in your life. And I love that. And I love you and Shani and the fact that you met networking, doing all of this, and now you guys are besties. and, And we've had Shani on the podcast and now we've had you. And I'm so excited to be chatting to both of you because you honestly do. You shine a light. And it is like a beacon and you just draw people in because, people can feel that positive energy and the fact that it's not always easy, like you guys keep it real, but it is worth it to be working on yourself. And I absolutely love that. And I'd love to know like, what would you say was something that you really struggled with, you know, in your growth journey and your self development? And how did you sort of work through that? And what advice would you give to others who are maybe, you know, struggling on their journey at the moment?
1: Can I just say firstly, thank you so much for those compliments. They aren't just something I like. Oh, that was nice. Like I feel that in my heart, and I'm. That's really important. Thank you so much for saying that. Oh, um, growth is huge. Growth is a really big deal for me, and I would say the hardest thing I've had to over like overcome or something I've really struggled with, and I I don't know if you relate or others will relate, but it took me getting so deep into this where I could understand what I was doing. So what I learned is that things were happening in my life that were patterns. They weren't great. I didn't like them. I didn't like how my days were turning out. I didn't like that I ended up feeling this way in a certain situation. I didn't like that I talked to myself a certain way. And so what I had to do is actually learn to unlearn Mm -hmm. unhealthy thought processes and unhealthy habits and unhealthy responses and unhealthy ways of thinking about things and it might sound easy to be like just do that like flick your fingers but it's really not it's mm-hmm. such a difficult and long process and I'm still going through it and I would say my biggest growth spurt in that was when I did get to like bless my parents they're my favorite people in the world but when you separate from your parents and you live like not with them anymore and I live with them all the way to I was married and then I Got to leave, and I just found this new version of me that had to think different. Well, I felt really free in my own self, and I was able to really grow in learning. Oh, I don't have to do things that way. I don't have to be that way. I don't have to respond that way. And you know what? A lot of people don't know this or think about it, but the people you spend your time with, depending on your personality and how they clash, or if they don't clash, or just the person they are, it can bring a different version of you out. So The person I've married is a very peaceful and calm, content, and joyful and happy person and they're just very flexible and I, if you were to line all my family up in a row, we're all very similar in our go-go-go life, like full-on and we're just really, we're all very, I would say, vocal personalities and it was so nice to learn how to step back and to see things differently and... I really saw myself differently but I had to learn that there's a lot of work I had to put in. And so I would say I've spent the last three years of my marriage on my a beautiful growth journey of unlearning ways I was doing things that weren't benefiting my life anymore and my friendships and my relationships. So I would say that's huge. And mm. it's not just that I finish up, like it will keep going. And I want and I'm afraid that this will keep going because it's been benefited my life in more ways than I could ever imagine by choosing to go on this it's not easy digging deep into parts of your heart that aren't you know actually bright and colorful or hard there are deep dark places there that you've chosen to press or chosen to not talk about or chosen to not address in yourself and they're going to keep being there in the dark if you don't say I'm going to bring light to that and talk about it and be open about it so yeah that for me is probably
0: my biggest growth journey I would say. I love that so many good messages in there and you can just tell that your journey is so genuine because it's exactly how I think how a lot of women and a lot of people in general feel when it comes to not just you know our family and the ones around us but society and the messaging and everything that you know we're told growing up like we're not born hating our bodies or thinking certain things. It's all the messaging that we get from, you know, our parents, our teachers, people around us, society, all these messages. And we start to, you know, not feel worthy or we start to think certain things or certain ways. And you're right, when you're able to take a step back and, you know, either step away from your family or get off social media for a little while, you're like, oh, they're not my thoughts. I don't actually think that way. You know, that's the messaging that I've been told that I'm now relaying. And it's so important to step away from, you know, this people or those things sometimes to think about, what do I actually think or feel or, you know, what are my beliefs and my values and my goals? And I'm so glad to hear that, you know, you've been able to do that and, um, and you're right, you know, when you're around certain people, you pick up their traits and it's so beautiful to hear mm-hmm. that Danny, your husband, has been mm-hmm. such a big positive influence in your life where you are able mm-hmm. to just... Breathe for a second and be like, hold on. Like, what kind of life do I want to live? And and start your journey. And like you said as well, it is a journey. Like, I, I'm excited for life because I'm just like, oh my god! In the last couple of years, I've had so much development. Like, people get worried about getting older, but I'm like, imagine when I'm like 40 and 50. Like, how wise and like just <laughs> amazing I'm going to be, or you know, and yeah. all these women are going to be because everyone is able to be on that journey together. And it's something that I feel like you know. Unfortunately, our mums and grandmas and and those women didn't necessarily have because they didn't have the internet. They didn't have that connection. They weren't able we didn't to just have a exactly. So easily, just jump online and do a course, or you know, find someone to connect with and help them through their journey. Yeah. So we're so lucky in that sense. We're going so back, blessed. Oh, so blessed. Honestly, mm. going back to Danny, though, you're talking so highly mm. of him. And I would love to know more about Danny and your marriage and why you got married, when you got married and that relationship. I'd love to know more.
1: Um, yeah, we met when we were real. Like It's funny, when you're that age, you don't think you're young. But looking back, I'm like, yeah, we were young. Mm-hmm. We Dan was 18 and I was 19. Um, we'd gone on a camp that we'd gone on summer and winter when we were younger. And then you get too old to go on it anymore. So you're like, Oh, I'll go be a leader because it's the best so we both were leading on this camp that we had gone on as campers and it was the first time we had met but it was weird because we had gone on these camps but never met each other but then when we were leading them that's when we met so we must have right. done alternating summer or winters or something like I missed on a winter he went or I went on summer he didn't go or right. something weird like that because we just didn't cross paths but all of our friends know each other like it's a mutual friend. Yeah. It was really weird. Like his best friend who lived with us for 6 months. Um I knew him since I was like 12 or 11. But oh. never met Danny and their best friend. It does not make sense. Still like don't understand. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't understand. And we met <laughs> I literally opened the door to him at a meeting, him and Mitch. Um his best friend and I was like, "Hey, Mitch, like who's this guy?" And um Danny's like, "I'm Danny." <laughs> and then from there I just had a vibe like I had such a vibe with him and it was a vibe all the way till the whole camp and then at the end of the camp I'm like, I like him, there's been vibes, like, and it's not a camp where, like, it's a Christian camp so we couldn't just be, like, hanging out together and, like, but like, it was all a bit, like, passive vibes but we connected in a way that was, oh, I've just never had such fun with someone or I just felt like myself straight away with him and he really saw me, but I loved what was cool about camp is I saw how he treated other people. It wasn't just me. And I didn't also meet him over socials or like through text or through Facebook. I actually asked him to be my friend on Facebook when we first met at the meeting. He didn't accept my my friend request. And I asked him at camp, I'm like, well, why didn't you accept my friend request? And the last day he was like, I never wanted to be on I wanted to be with you. I was like, Oh <laughs> my god! Like, <laughs> and then he extended my memory first, but before that, he just didn't like he didn't want to know me on that platform. He wanted to get to know me over camp, and that was like his wow. grand plan. I had no idea about. And anyway, I wrote him a letter on the last day of camp, and I was like, "Look, you're a great person. Like, look at you with all the kids. Like, you're such a vibe. Like, you should be proud of yourself." Like, an encouraging letter. <laughs> and then he. <laughs> I don't know. And then he messaged me on Facebook. First like interaction on there, he's like, I'd like to take you on a date. When can I pick you up? And I was like, Oh my gosh. So from there we went on dates. He still didn't talk to me in between. He wanted to get to know me in person. And then after that, we were together within a month. And then yeah, relationship just grew and grew and grew. We knew honestly, and I'm I'm not exaggerating when I say this, we knew within the first three months we would be together always. And it was very cement like we just knew i don't know you would know when you meet someone and you know you just do and yeah so from there we got together we got engaged um 2016 and then we got married 2017. tell me about the engagement oh yeah well we had this place i took him on our third date up to mount maston which is a beautiful like mountaintop area in Victoria and there's like a big cross there and it's one of my favourite places that overlooks so much of Melbourne. And I took him up there and it was snowing on the time I took him up. So it's always been a precious place to us. So on our engagement day, um, I went out with my um, best friend Zoe and for breakfast and then she took me somewhere and then I met another friend and then she took me somewhere, met another friend and then I finally ended up in the parking lot um, where Danny and I had our first kiss and my sister picked me up. And I'm like, where are we going? What is happening? Is this for my birthday? Because my birthday was the weekend um, after this weekend, like that it was happening. So I was like, oh, this is for my birthday. How yeah, cool. I had no idea was to do with Danny. And then my sister took me home. I got dressed um, into something. She was like, Danny um, said for you to wear this, and this is a letter from him. And each of the girls had given me a letter, and it all had clues and stuff. And it was like, I still thought it was up to the point where I got home and there was like rose petals and like, lights all the way into my room I was like oh this is not my birthday this is a bit different something's going on. my sister couldn't stop kind of tearing up and crying and so then we went into my room and I thought Dan would be there and he wasn't and I was like oh I'm like what's going on and I read the letter and he's like make this year He was like come and meet me I don't know it was just this beautiful thing it was like come and find me and so my sister and her husband drove me up Mount Macedon, and I was like crying the whole time because I was like, i never to. Like, I knew, and he had given my sisters, my brother in law, a CD to play the whole time, which was like all our favorite songs. And one of them was the song we danced to at our wedding, like our favorite song. And then I got to the top, and he was like there at like the very. <laughs> I'm at the tearing top of the up. <laughs> yeah, and he was there, and I was like, oh my gosh. And he was, yeah, and then he got down on one knee and we got engaged. But then everyone popped out of the bushes all my friends and my family and his family that, um, yeah, they were all hiding. And so they came out and we just celebrated and we went out for dinner and then, hey, yeah, we were engaged. <laughs> so good. Oh, my it was the best. God. He's very, very
0: thoughtful. That so was yeah. beautiful. Did okay. show, How long he that took him to like prepare all of that?
1: Oh, he showed me the Excel spreadsheet, that, and all my other friends were like, "You know, there was an Excel." Spreadsheet. Oh my god! I was like, is this guy made for me or what? Because I'm so organized as well. But I was like, "This is this is amazing!" Like the thought and energy. Apparently,
0: it took him like six months to plan. far out! Bless yeah. him. Oh my God, Excel <laughs> spreadsheets. are Like my fiance's order Excel spreadsheets as well. Like, I can't deal. <laughs>
1: I, can't, I don't
0: want to learn it. It looks too complicated. Uh, I've learned it, but I'm just like, I'm totally not interested, but he's got all the money, spreadsheets and everything set oh, up. But, that's
1: oh, really that's, precious. They sound
0: similar. <laughs> they, they probably are, to be honest. They'd probably get along like a house on fire. But, oh, my God, that's such <laughs> a beautiful story. I'm, like, tearing up listening to it, oh. and you would have been so emotional with the music and then seeing him fire yeah. out. It sounds like such a good memory. Uh, I love that. And then from there, what's preparing for marriage look like? How did you get ready? Because I know when it comes to relationships, did you feel like you were comfortable and confident in yourself and getting married? And what did that process look like for you guys together?
1: Yeah, I would say that is one of, if you're wanting to get married as both of you as a couple, it's, I believe, the most important time. Mm -hmm. Um, pre marriage is huge, and it we actually did um, pre marriage, like we it's called counseling, but it's not counseling like something's wrong, it's counseling to prepare you. And you do lots of personality tests, you do figure out like what things trigger you or what things you already haven't worked on in your relationship mm-hmm. that you need to transfer into marriage. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, I think, marriages struggle a lot because it's like, oh, when we're married, it will be fine, when we're married, things will be better. Marriage will fix things. No, if if marriage is going to do anything, it will actually probably destroy and enlarge the issues. So not that we had issues, but we, we've we always actually been pretty chill and had not many things bother us. But it's so important to do, like it's so important. What are you going to do when this happens, Jess? What are you going to do, Danny, when Jess does this? Or like you talk about money, spending habits, um, how someone deals with conflict, how someone works through, really difficult trauma how someone could like the potential of cheating talking about those things like actually talking about all the different things that could occur and how you deal with them and then also bringing to the table any little bits and pieces that you've got that have been worrying you that you're not sure how your partner will process leading into marriage or once we are married um so I'd say doing our marriage prep was huge like really really beneficial but for me, I would say that if you don't feel like you can already talk about everything and anything with your partner, marriage is going to be hard for you. It's not mm-hmm. going to fix your problems, it's not going to help, it's not going to mend, it'll actually make it worse and unravel because now you're in a covenant, now you're in a secure partnership that is legally like bound. Like that's what marriage is, it's taking a very serious step into this person I'm committing to for always. I don't know about other people who get married, but for us it was completely 100% forever. Like this mm. is us always. Are we prepared? Have we thought through everything? And I would say honestly, if there had been red flags in that prior to us getting married time that all of a sudden arose or something, I'd be out of there. Mm. I'm not going to – I'm the kind of person and you ask about worth and self-worth and time and your own journey. I'm – I'm very strong in believing that I know what I want to have in life in terms of I'm not going to put myself through something if it's just going to be heartbreak, heartbreak, dealing with people's crap. Like I'm not trying to be rude or like insensitive, but I I think knowing your worth is knowing that you deserve that. You deserve something that you would give. And so Mm. for me, that's how I knew with Danny because he was just, we never had conflict or fighting or like I said it was a very different experience with a whole different personality that I ever met in my whole world and it's still to that day the same but I would say for anyone that has red flags that are serious red flags they need to be addressed because if there's something you guys are like struggling with in your marriage or your partnership before marriage or you think getting engaged will be the next step it's the next step if you know that marriage is forever mm. if what's the point of getting engaged it's I'd, why like you've got to know that marriage is not going to help engagement's not going to help if there's already issues and there's already things you're struggling with it's not going to just make everything better to put yeah. a ring on it it's a really serious like you would know and feel it's such a serious commitment and it's forever like we see it to be forever we don't ever not want to be together so we're committed to making it work marriage mm. is equaling commitment of working on it every day and showing up for each other every day And I would say the biggest thing in marriage is having so much grace and understanding for your partner Um, and always, always having a heart to listen and not putting yourself or your pride before them or your relationship. And for me, in prep for marriage, that was huge, massive for me.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I think whether you're getting married or not, all of those things that you just outlined are Amen. so important in any relationship and I feel like yeah. you can have issues because there's always going to be issues in any relationship mm-hmm. but it's whether or not both parties are willing to step up to the table and be like yeah we can work Absolutely. on this together and if it's just like a one-way street where you're trying to convey how you're feeling and you're trying to mend the relationship and the other person is not reciprocating that it's like I said it's just like not nah, far Felicia like I'm out like I'm not mm-hmm. dealing with just this one way street. So Are you that kind of person as well that would be like if you felt like it was one way, you'd be like
1: feel strong enough to be like, look, I love this person, but to be with them forever and have this be like that. Like I feel like there's so many people, men and women out there that aren't strong enough to feel like they're worth worthy enough of that love, you know?
0: Worthy enough to, yeah, worthy enough to, and I've seen it in relationships and, you know, in my family as well, where it's just like someone in that relationship isn't feeling worthy and they feel like they're not worth, you know, saying, I want a wedding, I want a party, I want to do this, I want to do that, and making it happen for themselves because they feel like, oh, it's going to be too stressful or I don't Mm -hmm. want to have the conversations that too hard conversations. And if you're not confident and comfortable in yourself and you're working on yourself first, going into a relationship isn't going to help that. Like you said, getting married or having a kid or, or getting engaged. None of that is going to be, isn't going to help the situation. You always have to be confident in yourself first. And I think that's why self-care and self-love and building upon your own worthiness and your own confidence is initially what you should be working on before Mm. working on any relationship in your life Mm. because it's the most important relationship you're going to have for the rest of your life right you're always going to have yourself you might not always have other people but you're always going to be with yourself I just love the way you put everything because you have to have balance and that's something in my relationship with Taryn is we always try and check in you know at least especially now when we're in self-quarantine and things are like potentially a little bit more tense in relationships because mm-hmm. you're on top of each other 24-7 it's being able to check in with each other and have not just like oh hey how, are you, how are you feeling about everything and they're just like oh yeah okay good whatever like digging deep and being like I always dig deep with Taryn and be like because he will always He's a very tough exterior and he will always just mm. keep going, keep moving forward mm. and he won't slow down. And so I recognise that and I have to be the person to be like, okay, like I get that you're good and you're putting on strong face with everything, but how are you actually feeling about X, Y, Z and slow down and make sure that they're checking in on you as well. And you're having those hard conversations if you are struggling with something or whatever. But I will be honest and say when I was younger, I was, probably not the person to be like, oh, I would just leave a relationship if, if it wasn't serving me because I didn't have that, um, you know, confidence in myself initially in my worth. And like you said, I would give, give, give to people and just let them take a mile until I have come into that the person mm-hmm. that I am now, or I'd be like, honey, no, like you need to step back and have a look at yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I won't have that in my yeah. life because you have to have boundaries um, to be happy. And, Absolutely. To be, and I think when people hear boundaries, they immediately think like, Oh, that's hurting someone or, you know, whatever. But boundaries are such an important part of all my relationships now. Like, especially mm-hmm. with certain people in my life, like I, who I love and I adore and they family, And you would never Mm -hmm. push them out of your life. But you have to have certain boundaries where you're like, I'm not going to talk to you about certain topics or I'm not going to talk to you Mm -hmm. at certain times when I know it could affect me or whatever. So I think Mm -hmm. in any relationship in your life, you have to have the confidence, like you said, to have those hard conversations and know that you are worthy of happiness and love and all of the things before you step into something like marriage. So I love Mm -hmm. that you pointed all that out. Thanks,
1: honey. I also think like really quick side note is you can definitely fall in love with someone but not actually be compatible in your values mm. and your morals. Yeah. And those two things will literally make or break your relationship and that's in all relationships, everything. If someone thinks it's okay to do something, you don't vibe. Like, yeah. And if they keep doing it because they're like, it's not a big deal. Like, they are things I would recommend to anyone if you're early in a relationship, sort them out. If you can see red flags that you're not comfortable with, you know it might not be the person for you and before you allow yourself to go so deep into falling in love which will happen to people yeah. it doesn't mean people aren't great if you don't get along or you don't have similar values or morals like it will your tight relationship where you live day in and day out with someone won't work if those things don't align so i think that's just what i from my past relationships that i would learned so heavily because they was so damaging and awful i learned mm-hmm. okay I'm not going to be with anyone and I know my work in terms of like I'm not budging on if they've got my, my same morals and my same ethics and my same um, values. Like they have to align almost similarly. The thing with Dan and I is that he is a completely different person to me, so I love that because we're very different. But those values, morals and they align and that's what actually keeps us going because mm. we believe to treat each other the same, to we go about things the same. We wouldn't disrespect one another in a way someone sees respect different. Like all these things aligned from really early on. So they were never our issues, you know. Mm. It was always just actually how I'd react to something or my personality having to figure out, oh, it's not okay to be really prideful about that. Like I've to unlearn to do that because yeah. pride isn't going to help anyone. And Jenny had to learn mm, being passive and not sharing my emotions for three days when I'm feeling really hurt by something instead. Yeah maybe I need to change that and just you know and that's a lot of hard conversations but they're really healthy conversations they're yeah. not conversations where we're compromising our morals or our values right? think, you know what I mean they're yeah. the things that I think got them solid at the start you will start to see your relationship flourish because you both want to work on it because you see things the same
0: yeah for sure and have you noticed like because I've noticed massively when I do the work on myself, it encourages your partner to also think, oh, crap, I better step up and start working on myself as well. And when Mm -hmm. you start using certain language and Mm behaviours and they pick up on that and they meet you at that level. So if you're working on yourself, yeah, I feel like your partner is going to, if they're the right partner for you, is going to accept that and think, oh, crap, I want to step up. I want to work on myself and my emotions Mm -hmm. and my behaviours.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I love so much, like Danny, I'm always inspired by him. He wakes up every day at five and he spends time reading in the morning, working, doing like devotionals, working on like writing things out, expressing his heart and emotions in that time. And, you know, I admire him for that because that's something I struggle to do, get up really early. So when can I find time in my day to spend that time on myself, to spend time on focusing on self-care self-development because I know he's doing it too and mm-hmm. it does it, it spurs each other on and it's a really important part I think of respecting each other as well and being like wow I love that they're growing I love that so much I need to grow too I need to grow for us and then you find that you just grow beautifully together
0: I love <laughs> that I so love that and I would love to know how do you model your confidence
1: I think I would say it starts, like we've talked about a lot today, it starts with your inner self, your inner mm. talk to yourself, what you're telling yourself, what you're talking to yourself about late at night when you're still awake in bed. Like it's those times where you've got quiet moments. What are you saying to yourself? What words are you allowing through that come out in expression of who you are? I would say my confidence stems from having a really great understanding of yourself of what i need to work on what i'm working through being very real with myself i don't suppress how i feel i don't suppress what i'm struggling with and i also don't suppress what i know i've grown in i accept it i hold it tight and i say, that's so good i'm so glad i'm over that hump dealing with that and it helps my confidence because i know who i am i walk into any room and think no i'm solid like anyone here could say anything about me but like i know me yeah. I know who I am. I know what I've worked on. I know what I've gone through. Judgment, to me, doesn't worry me. Um, people, it just shows me, like, you know, other people have work to do. Other, every single person,
0: mm. if they're
1: focusing on themselves, they're not going to worry about you and what you're up to. Like, it's about doing the inner work. And I would say to anyone that's struggling with confidence or feeling like they can't step into who they really are, you've actually got to step back, take yeah. time for yourself, learn who you are love who you are find the parts of you that are really awful inside that you're not happy with and say I'm not going to put up with that anymore I won't treat myself like that anymore I won't talk to myself like that anymore know your worth and know that you are worth spending that time on if anyone in your life told you you're not amazing you're not incredible you're not meant to be here you don't have a purpose and a mission like you do you have a purpose for this world you're meant to be here and knowing that makes you feel grounded and solid and like you're worth working on because you're going to make an impact by being who you are, and being who you are is the biggest blessing. You don't want to be like anyone else because everyone else is amazing and doing their own thing. So, focus on you, find your drive, your heart, your mission, your focus. What brings confidence to you is knowing your worth, knowing who you are, and that will only come from spending a lot of time with yourself and really loving yourself. And that's in all different ways learning who you are, why you are, what things are. Held back what things are you depressing? what do you need to bring out to stop feeling that way and what do you need to add into your life to feel better you know and I would say that's how I model confidence because it's, it's so much of finding grounding finding my worth what is my worth what is my mission why am I here and those are huge questions I don't doubt that they're huge like for everyone to sit down and work through that if you haven't started yet it can be daunting I get it but you won't feel fully you and fully able to show up as yourself, take up space unless you feel and have answered those questions.
0: You make me almost so emotional because that is such a beautiful message to end this podcast on. And I think I know this podcast is going to help so many women, especially during mm-hmm. times like these. And for you to be able to just put that out there is such a beautiful message. You are such a strong empowered and impactful woman I know you influence me every single day and you influence thousands of women across the world and I'm just so grateful to have had you on and to have you share your light and shine your light and I just want to say thank you. Dave, thank you for having me you are doing amazing things this podcast
1: is incredible and I'm grateful for you being a tool for other women to challenge themselves love themselves and you're putting yourself out there and Taking up space, so thank you for having me and for doing all that you do. You're incredible.
0: Look at us doing our thing, I appreciate you so much. What's going on for you at the moment? What are you focusing on? What's happening with your online platform? I've got a lot. So,
1: finding myself in quarantine, self Mm isolation, my job has paused. So, I'm head of operations um, and marketing, social media stuff for hair extension company and we can't do much at the moment like except for me plan future things so I'm only working one day a week there so I've got four days of my week plus weekends to focus on something and I'm really creative I'm always busy so I'm starting finally I've started my website to sell my prints so I've been working so hard and I've got a lot of work that people have never seen before like lots of prints and lots of things for like you know when people um have a baby and they want to get that baby's name put up somewhere and get it like printed out and it's personalized. So I've been working on custom ones of them, different layouts, different things like that. So my Etsy shop should be up in the future. But it might take me a while. I'm
0: saying it now so I can commit. I've said it out loud. You've said it now. We're (laughs) holding you to it. Everyone's gonna be like, where can I get Jesse's designs? Where are my prints? Yeah, where my prints girl honestly Your colors and your designing and your all of that stuff is so aesthetically pleasing. Like when I watch your stories and you know, the hair salon and even your home and your feed, it's just like everything is so beautiful. So I can't even imagine how amazing that's going to be. It's
1: gonna be fun, it's a lot of fun to work on because I love what I do. Like, I love writing out a positive quote, but like, I'm like that. Like, I love to print stuff out and put it on my walls. I've always been like that. So I'm like. Look, it's not for everyone and that's fine. But if you want to buy my illustration stuff and my graphic design work, that's great. It's, I want people to feel empowered and happy when they see it. Like, I feel empowered and happy when I see it. So, yeah, it's going to be cool. I can't wait to actually get that happening and get it out there. But it's taken a long time. Now I don't have time. So now I've got a lot of time. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, that's what I'm going to do with my caravan. <laughs>
0: that's the dream. Living the dream. Oh, my God. I love chatting to you so much you're so beautiful we're going to have all your links down below so people can follow you follow your journey and when your shop yeah. comes out they can go have a little browse. Woo-hoo! so exciting thank you so much for coming on the podcast jessie i've loved chatting to you oh so so God. so much thank you so much babe. you're incredible it's been a dream it's been a great time Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode with Jessie. I absolutely love this girl. If you can't have tell, she is so insightful and brings so much value. If you want to check her out, go follow her on Instagram. As I said, it is Jesse Abbas. Her links will be down below. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and screenshot if you like, and you can share it on your stories over on Instagram. Be sure to tag me at Lindsay and Jessie as well, of course, at Jessie Abbas. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. I hope it brought you some value and some comfort during this time. I'm sending you so much love and I will speak to you in the next podcast. Bye.